0: This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Pohlmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey,
1: everyone. Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast. Um,
0: do you want to introduce our topic for today, Kyle? Yeah, we're going to be talking about the unsteadiness of cash flow in a business situation.
1: Sure. Um, So, there's cash flows coming in, cash flows going out.
0: Sometimes. How that all works. Sometimes it seems like it's mostly going out. Yeah, what you can do to prepare yourself. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, this comes up because Kyle and I are are both um, in business. We have this business and we have our farming and ranching business <clears throat> and it uh when you start in with business it's easy to look at established business businesses and look at the customer base they have or the products they have and produce and to see them selling those things generating income and stuff like that
0: yeah it's just like gravy you know it's it's, it's easy
1: it's easy man why shouldn't i do that
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: but then uh you sort of come to the realization after you start business that those are things that develop. They aren't things that necessarily happen right away.
0: Most of the time, like 99.9% of the time they don't happen right away.
1: Yep. So, you know, this is my, my first year in farming where I've personally had my own crops. Um, I've been around ag almost my entire life. Um, But this is a different perspective from for me personally because it was easy to look at the farmer that I was working for and see him selling grain and having income throughout the year and you know there would be expenses along the way as well you know for seed chemical fertilizer all those things even equipment but it was easier to offset that because of cash flow coming in mhm your first year as I'm finding out, there's a lot of cash flows going out and very few coming
0: in. Yeah. Well, and farming is very capital intensive. So it's like, I mean, that's, that's how it is. Mm
1: -hmm. So,
0: but how can we, how can we keep more of that? How can we be prepared for, you know, tough times? Um, you know, things are looking pretty bleak in 2020. corn was under $3 for a while, you know, the sky was falling and then um look at this year we have you know the best prices we've had since 2012 or 13 um it's important to you know take these years and make you know make that money um because you don't know what next year's going to be like you don't know yeah, what, what we can could happen. be
1: working with more dollars but tighter margins
0: exactly yeah and you know we don't know these We don't know what the margins, well, we have an idea of the margins. We don't know though, you know, what's going to happen with our type of crop we're going to raise, you know, what type of calf crop we're going to have, whatever it may be. And so with IBC, you know, we have that safety net that also acts as an opportunity fund that we can, in a flexible way, fund that to where if we have a $20,000 premium, we're not having to pay that in every year. But like on these good years, man, pay those pay those full premiums because you don't know if if you're not gonna be able, if you're gonna be able to the next year. Absolutely, it's
1: it's you know it's like your opportunity fund, your rainy day fund, um,
0: your toy fund, maybe. Your, yeah,
1: your ability to weather storms that you can't see coming. For me, that was the cash flows going out because my first year in farming. Now, not saying that there shouldn't be a lot of cash flow coming back in in a relatively short period of time here coming up. But, you know, you have to weather that storm before you get to that point.
0: Sure. You, and you got to have access to capital to even be able to qualify for lending as well.
1: Absolutely. That's so important. So. And, you know, along, along with this stuff, um, we just thought that this was a good way to show you, like, the IBC plan works tremendously for business owners because of what it allows you to do. Not only build up um, funds and have access to them years down the road if you start a business, but also if you have years that are slim or you don't make very much or years that are fat or you make a lot. The IBC plan has very um, adjustable premium amounts to where it can... It can help you cope with those things.
0: Yeah. And you aren't locked
1: into something. No,
0: and maybe you don't make the full premium payment, you know, on the annual renewal date, but you know, you have the rest of the year to get that premium in, you know, if it's dependent on your cash flows throughout that year.
1: Sure. And and potentially even catch up for a previous year.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Depending on the policy structured company.
0: Stuff yeah, like that. most companies we work with, you should be able to get some form of catch up in though, which is something you don't really hear about much either. So, I mean, yeah, your policy is not going to grow fully efficient if you're not making, you know, your total payment at the, you know, at the policy annual renewal date. But if you can come back and fill that up, you know, during throughout the year, it's going to be very minimal what you're going to see. Or mm-hmm. even coming back, you know to the prior year and filling that up. I mean that's that's definitely going to be worth it if you can do it.
1: Absolutely. I mean build up as much capital as you possibly can.
0: Don't be afraid
1: to do that. Don't be afraid to capitalize. And, and going along with that, it's also important to realize, I mean it could potentially put you into a scarcity mindset as a business owner if you see all this cash flow going out and you know you had this vision of this business owner that's established and money just Coming in, going out, but your money coming in is higher. Excuse me, than the money that's going out. So it's easy. If you have several months, you know, of where cash flow is negative, and you know the bills are starting to add up, it could potentially put you into scarcity mindset that is going to make it
0: a struggle for you to succeed as a business owner. Well, I think as you know, especially farmers and stuff like. We battle the scarcity mindset daily. Well, yeah. What do you hear all the time? Oh, it's so dry out. Or it's too wet. I don't have any grass
1: in my pasture. <laughs> yeah, no
0: grass. Um, it's too windy. It's too windy. <laughs> the crops don't look very good. Um, <laughs> too cloudy outside.
1: <laughs> absolutely. I mean, it's just you look for everything possible to make excuses, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I mean, that's not where you want to be.
0: It, no. It's not a fun mindset to be in. And, but like, yeah, like you said, that policy, having that cash there available to deploy whenever it is a peace of mind fund is what also. It's absolutely that. It's, it's that
1: reassurance that you might need to get over the hill of battling that scarcity mindset and get you to where you're starting to take in those regular consistent paychecks starting to cash flow positive and start to build back on on all that capital mm-hmm. that you had to use up front to get going. You know, it, it takes a lot of steam to
0: get the the engine going. And you know, it's pretty easy to overlook all this stuff we're talking about because when you and I first found IBC, you know, we didn't think about all think about it in this way necessarily either. So as you dig deeper, you experience more of IBC. Then this becomes more apparent, but it, it's just very hard to portray to somebody who I guess hasn't experienced it.
1: Yeah, and and going along with that, I would say um, you morph, you know, your understanding of things to what your experiences are and experiences that you just haven't had yet. You know, you can't. It's it. I say I shouldn't say can't, but it's hard to
0: visualize what those are. Yeah, or what it's going to be. Which is why I mean. You, you just got to get started. This is something that you've vetted and you have researched and you want to do. You just got to get started. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you can, we've talked about this in another podcast. You can, you can read, you can, you know, you can watch all the YouTube videos, but it, it means nothing until you pay that first premium. Well, yeah. Um, you got to pay that first premium. I mean, we know you're serious
1: once you do that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, otherwise, it's just all talk until then. But Absolutely. I mean, it just, I guess to get back on point, I mean, that, that is going to lead you to a more, uh, what's the right word, um, a bigger base or a better base um, foundation to work from into the future.
0: Sure. And I mean, there's no, who can argue with having more cash on hand as well with these policies as they get more efficient throughout the year and then you start having access to more um, capital than you've put in? That's only going to create tail end for you. And so once you get to that point, I mean, I would think that that would even help battle the scarcity mindset, you know, even more. So
1: yeah, no doubt. Those are things that you're going to have to work through and just things that you can't see. So exactly. I mean, I can tell you from
0: my own personal experience though, that this absolutely helps with that. Sure. Knowing that it's there and it's ready and you're not the mercy of the bank to get access to it. It's huge. Yeah. So,
1: okay. I think that's all we
0: have on this subject for this week. Yeah. Short podcast, but I hope you guys got some value out of it. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Sounds good. This was the cash value solutions podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate and review the show. Check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com And don't forget to tune in next week.